The following KQED production was produced in high definition. Every single bite needed to be savory. <laughs> There's Twinkies in there. Wow. It's like a great big hug in the cold city. I mean, that food is about as spicy as I can handle, and okay. my parents put chili powder in my baby food. Like, <laughs> and I sent French fry bits everywhere, all over the table, and just a lot of chewing. And... <laughs> okay, my stomach is growling right now. I just want you to know I'm hungry. Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by the members of KQED and by Oakland International Airport. Now you can enjoy some of your local favorites when you travel to and from the Bay Area. Fly Oakland International. It's your airport. Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. IRG, with thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG Brisbane, Dublin, or online at marblecompany.com. Locally owned and operated for 24 years, Amici's East Coast Pizzeria serves up a taste of the Northeast's distinctive Italian fare at their 12 Bay Area locations. Open daily for a quick business lunch or an evening meal out with family and friends, Amici's offers homemade pastas, fresh salads, and pizzas cooked in traditional brick ovens with many vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free options. Menu and locations can be found at amici's.com. Amici's, proud to support KQED. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This week, marketing manager Julie Castro loves to travel. She's worked in Spain and the U.S. and tasted dishes everywhere in between. But her favorite cuisine combines fragrant Eastern flavors to make Asian fusion. And stenographer Karen Moon logs all her restaurant meals in an effort to duplicate the dishes at home. There's no shorthand for a good dish, so she reports on everything and types it up, including every savory detail. But first, Brian Baker was born in Denver, attended university in Chicago, and now works in sales in San Francisco. He's eaten pizza in all those places and more, but he loves Chicago style the best. It's the only way to go, and so he does go, to his favorite spot with the best double crust in town. It's on Hayes Street in San Francisco, and it's called Pachi's Pizza. Hi, my name is Francisco Piros, and I'm one of the founders of Pachi's Pizza, and Pachi's actually my nickname. It's a Basque nickname, inherited from my father. We use a revolving pan oven that's traditionally used in bagel shops. Um, it tends to cook very evenly and continually rotate the pizza throughout the heated cabinet so we get a very even bake. And it helps us produce a superior product to most pizzas. My name is Bill Freeman and uh, I'm one of the founders of, of Pachi's Pizza. We started the restaurant eight years ago in Palo Alto and then opened this location six years ago. And we did so out of our love for pizza. Bill and I always trying new ingredients and experimenting with different styles and traveling to farmers markets and trying different vegetables and trying to incorporate that into our menu. 
We offer uh, 36 different ingredients, including four different types of cheese, multiple types of crust, including a whole wheat. Uh, so with all of the variations of pizza that we offer and all of the ingredients that you can put on or in our pizzas, we actually turned it over to the Stanford Math Department and they came back with nine million different combinations of pizza. <laughs> okay, Brian, you're a Chicago, I'm a Chicago native, I gotta tell you, born in Denver myself, so I'm Great. right there with you. Tell me why you love Pachi's. Well, after living in Chicago for about seven years, I fell in love immediately with Chicago-style pizza, and it probably at least partially explains the freshman 15 that I put on my first <laughs> year in college. But uh, the important thing about Chicago-style pizza is that there are two different types. You have deep dish and you have stuffed. So they may look the same to the pizza novice, but they're a little different. They both have the sauce on top and a very tall crust. But the difference is with deep dish, you have cornmeal crust, uh -huh. whereas with stuffed, you have a really flaky, buttery crust. They both stand up well over time. They both taste great for breakfast. And Pachi's? And Pachi's does both, actually. Does and uh, Pachi's does, they do deep dish, they do stuffed, they do thin and extra thin, which is amazing. I don't know any other pizza places that actually do four completely different styles of pizza. Right, mm -hmm. and so when you go in, though, you get the deep dish. That's, that's what they're known for, that's what you do? I love the deep dish. My favorite is actually the stuffed. So okay. another difference is there's an extra layer of, of dough in the stuffed. And what that does is it helps keep the sauce on the top of the pie so right. it doesn't soak in and make the crust gummy and make it fall apart. You have to have structural integrity with the Chicago <laughs> style <laughs> pizza. Yeah, actually, I really liked um, this place. Um, I actually ordered the Chicago stuff. I ordered two of the different types of pizzas, the Chicago stuffed, um, I got the caliente pizza, which has the Spanish chorizo, which was excellent. If you like spicy, I like spicy, so I definitely got that. And I wanted to try the um, the deep dish one, which had the cornmeal crust in the it. The pan, the yeah, pan the pan pizza. one, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I had the Greek style in that, which had artichokes and peppers. It was quite excellent, actually. But the only thing that I, you know, was a little bit iffy on with the with that pizza was um, the cornmeal flavor. Wasn't didn't really add anything for me. Oh, it's with so that. unique. Though. Yeah, it's, it's really unique. a unique, chewy sort of. Right. I think maybe I'm more used to it. the more <laughs> used to the Chicago kind of stuff style, which I really liked, and I thought added a lot of um, you know flavor to. And the Karen, pieces. did you have stuffed or pan or? We what? had both actually. We tried both. And, and you guys are still walking after both of these pizzas. <laughs> oh my God, I was so, so. full. Yeah. I had we ordered three pizzas for four people. I had one slice of each one and was just. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I couldn't tell the difference between the pan and the stuffed. I couldn't find that extra I think layer. It was that flavor of the cornmeal, though. It, it, it didn't. Crust, yeah. I, well, that extra layer was supposed to be in there or is yeah. in there, and I didn't notice it, but it was great. I mean, we had the classic meat. It has Canadian bacon, sausage, and pepperoni, and meat fest. And <laughs> then for the pan pizza, we had the spinach pesto, which was really good. Right. The pesto was fantastic. Great. We really That's, liked it. That extra layer of dough is often mistaken for cheese. It looks like cheese, but it's actually dough. And, it, and like I said, the important thing is the sauce stays on top of it. And that's the primary difference. The deep dish will kind of slog down a little bit, <laughs> whereas this stuff will really maintain its its verticality. Right. And even a couple days later in your in your refrigerator, because you're right, you cannot finish pizza in one <laughs> it's, sitting. It's so, but you don't have to get pizza. I mean, there are other things on the menu. On the menu. They have appetizers. Mm -hmm. They have, you know, numerous other things, right? None of that matters. <laughs> you matter. just go for oh, the pizza. You're yeah. not there for the appetizers. Yeah. You're not there for the wine. I have Caesar, Caesar salad there, just, mm -hmm. you know, and I thought it was prepared perfectly. That's exactly the way I want my Caesar salad prepared. Perfect anchovy flavor, perfect amount of dressing. It was perfect, actually. Right. And Pachi's is known, I mean, they've got five locations now around the Bay mm -hmm. Area, and they are known for this Chicago style. Mm -hmm. I also I have to throw out some.
some kudos for them. They're very, very um, supportive of their staff, and they provide health benefits. And really, do, you know, are concerned with their staff. So it's, I'm, we always love those sorts of, of stories uh, of businesses. But well, um, yeah, I, nice. one thing I did I did notice was the um, service was excellent. Actually, mm. considering talking about staff, it was actually really good. We got there, they greeted us right away. They sat us down, and um, they came and just refilled our drinks before right. we even asked. It, they just saw that it was down. It was perfect service, I thought. That's and good. when you go, what do you what do you get inside it? What is your stuffing of choice? So if I'm getting the deep dish, I'm going with the the Chicago classic, which right. is the Italian style sausage. Italian sausage. You don't mess around with anything else right. if you're going deep dish. Forget that Zoe's Copa and all yeah, the yeah, fresh that's, Zoe's that's meats all fine and, and all dandy, that. But that's not. What, if you're in Chicago <laughs> and you order that, they're going to slap you in the face. That's right. If with stuffed pizza, I love the spinach in there. Spinach right. and mushroom, I think, is a perfect. Thing to you know, right in that middle layer there of the stuffed pizza. Mm -hmm. The important thing to remember is it takes about 45 minutes for the pie right. to cook. Yeah. So if you show up in the door and you're already starving, you're gonna fill up on fillers. But on you the can appetizers. call ahead and order, you and can. they can get it ready for you. Um, and you can take half-baked pizzas home as well. That's right, and that they make it while you wait. Right. Did you call ahead or did you? We didn't. We got a table right away, oh, and okay. but it seemed like it came very quickly. It didn't seem like it took that long at all. Huh. It was mm. great. You were drinking too many Stellas on tap. <laughs> that was. That was the <laughs> all right, I Brian. This enjoy is my your Stella. restaurant. Wrap it up for us, Pizza Boy. Great. If you want the best Chicago-style pizza outside of the Windy City, look no further than Pachi's. All right, and Karen. Well, if I'm looking for Chicago-style, I would be interested in going back to Pachi's. I thought it was quite good. Okay. okay I thought it was great pizza, flavorful really hearty and it's the perfect place to go if I'm in the neighborhood. All right, if you would like to try Pachi's Pizza, it's on Hayes and Octavia in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-558-9991. It's open every day for lunch and dinner. Reservations are not accepted and the average price for dinner is around $20. More than just a restaurant, Julie's Place serves up Asian fusion cuisine alongside music and dancing, trivia evenings, cooking classes, dinner or brunch, you choose. You'll find it all at a place on 12th and Folsom in San Francisco called Mercury Lounge. My name is Dominic Ainza. I'm the executive chef of Mercury Lounge. My approach for the food at Mercury Lounge is as though Asia was one country and you take all the different aspects of Southeast Asian cuisine, Japanese cuisine, Chinese cuisine, and all their techniques and all their kind of um, ingredients and putting it into kind of one family. My name is Tony Williams and I'm the general manager of Mercury Lounge. Well, the ambiance here is uh, very vibrant, very colorful, and we've tried to get the ambiance to reflect the food that Dom prepares. Uh, our chef, uh, Dominic Anza, is a very, very colorful guy in himself, and we have tried to create a space that is an extension of him and his personality. We're trying to get that neighborhood feel more kind of relaxed for everybody, not too kind of pretentious like other places. You guys ready to get started with round one? Yeah. We're not just the Chinese restaurant. We're not just the Thai restaurant. We offer a little bit of everything, and that translates into our food, that translates into our full bar, into our wine selection, our dessert selections, and everything that we offer in regards to nightlife, our music selection, as well as even some of the events that we have. It's not just one thing.
Okay, Julie, Mercury Lounge, the lounge is kind of key, isn't it? You go there for cocktails as well as everything else. Right, I mean, when I first get there, um, you know, you, the first thing to do is order a cocktail. One of the my favorite cocktails actually there is called the Mercury Royale. And it's basically just sparkling uh, wine with a candied hibiscus flower inside the wine, mm. which just adds a little bit of, you know, nice flavor to the wine, add a little unexpected kind of twist to it, right. but it's the perfect, I think, cocktail to start with before you jump right into the appetizers, so it's perfect. And what sort of, because this is a melange of flavors, isn't it? Right. It's, it's Pan-Asian cuisine, if you will. Right, I think the whole um, concept behind Mercury Lounge really is, is flavor. Um, I think every single dish is just bursting with flavor, you know, different sauces and, you know, vinegar and soy sauce and all the different kind of Asian fusion flavors you, <laughs> you can imagine. Um, so I normally start off with an appetizer. Um, mm -hmm. My favorite appetizer to start off with actually is um, fried oysters. Um, I start off with that, which is basically just, you know, oysters that oysters are fried, fried, but they're fried to perfection for me, um, and then it's served with the perfect sauce. I think the thing with Mercury Lounge is that they always provide the perfect sauce. Okay, sauces. Let's get in the sauce discussion. What did you guys feel about that? Well, um, I didn't care for the sweet glaze on the hoisin ribs that I had. I thought they were just overly sweet, and it was just, we couldn't even eat them, oh. actually. I did not enjoy that dish. Ah, okay, what other dishes did you have? We had the crab coconut curry rice, mm -hmm, and okay. we had the tuna, it's like a tuna pokey on these purple yam chips, mm -hmm. and we right. also had a salad that had mystery meat added to it. <laughs> it was called apple pear salad, and I expected the apple pears to be the star, but there's meat thrown in there wasn't even mentioned on the menu. Oh. <laughs> and did you have any cocktails? We did, and I, I found them to be okay. I mean, they were boozy, and so I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. but Nothing they wrong were, with that, girl. <laughs> but they weren't quite balanced. I was looking for a little more sweet here, a little more tart here. Mm. Just you had a mojito, what did you have? I had a mojito, and I had um, the Thai basil gimlet. Oh, okay. And did, did you go cocktail route? Were, were we you getting in the lounge mode? We right? didn't do cocktails. We went with beer and then we had some wine. And the mm -hmm. wine list, actually, I need to point out, was a, a big disappointment. Oh, they okay. only have five wines on the menu. They don't list the name of the producer. They're not even, uh, they don't even say where they're from. Right. They just put the, the type price. and describe it. Yeah, they say Merlot and they give you a sentence about right. what Merlot is. How's Merlot? Yeah. <laughs> so that, in, in San Francisco, this is the wine capital of the United States. Is that because it's cocktails? You think it's focused well, on cocktails? Yeah, I think the star is really the cocktail menu. Okay. And that's normally what I get, what, and I don't really yeah. order wine too much when I'm there, or right. the cocktails, and I try different cocktails. And what did you have to eat? Because I want to talk about, you know, all the other things that right. go, because so much of this place is other things besides the food. Right. I found the menu to be hit and miss. Okay. I think some of the hits were the pork sisig, which mm -hmm. was a Filipino specialty, and that is a unique aspect of this restaurant, to have some Filipino right. dishes on there, which you don't see very often in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and the shaking beef was also excellent, but the pork sisig had this lovely uh, vinegar taste, along right. with this chili bite afterwards, and that that was absolutely fantastic. Okay. Uh, the tuna you mentioned, the tuna tartare, mm -hmm. I found to be really bland. And a number of the other dishes that we had, we probably tried 12 different dishes, I found them to be a little bland and just lacking in character and lacking in personality. The chef, the owner had come from Beetle Nut, places like Beetle Nut, and there were other, you know, some, some other well-known restaurants. So um, you felt it was, uh, you need a little more kick, huh? Yeah, I want a little more kick. And I think I think that's a problem often when you get Pan-Asian restaurants. Yeah. I love Asian food from all different parts of Asia, but a lot of times Pan-Asian restaurants tend to do a lot of things satisfactorily, but not particularly well. And uh -huh. I think I think uh, Mercury Lounge falls into that a little bit. And what do you feel? I mean, are you, do you agree with that? I mean, actually not. I mean, I normally am pretty satisfied when I go there. I order a <laughs> bunch of different things. I usually order my favorite things. I normally get like a, um, like a rice dish, which okay. I think is, is quite good. Um, and usually as a standalone even, 
kind of meal you could have. Um, I normally get the sesame chicken, fried chicken, or, um, with the rice. It, I think right. it's quite good. That's the um, one to go with? Yeah, that's the one to go with. It's got a little bit of soy, a little bit of green onions. Um, that's normally what I get. Um, and they have brunch, too. Right. I think that's actually um, one of their star um, you know, times to serve um, meals is actually during brunch as well because they have a variety of different right. dishes. They have everything from, you know, hazelnut French toast to kind of the more traditional Filipino dishes like, uh, you know, fried rice with uh, sausage and And talk like about that. trivia night because we sort of alluded to it. There's right. obviously dancing at night and there's, you know, there's all sorts of events, aren't there? Right. I'm not sure if you guys went during those times, but... Um, well, I went when there was live music and it was so loud unbelievable yeah. and just even just the what? setting up <laughs> just the setting up for the music i mean people are the staff are standing right. on tables running cable there's um, sports being played at the right. same time right. people shouting i was just it was just like a it's electric. It's electric. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know. Actually, I went during the, the the World Cup actually, and that was I thought that was pretty fun, but and it was kind of loud, but it wasn't. I didn't have the same experience with that. But I actually usually go to trivia night, yeah. and I think that's kind of a fun. That's the fun way to go. Yeah, the fun way to go. I think that's. The All way right, to it's go. your restaurant. So why don't you wrap it up for folks? Okay, I think if you're looking for you know good Asian Asian fusion food. A uh, place to have a good time, have a good cocktail, good appetizers, this is the place to be. Okay, and Brian? Well, it turns into a nightclub at 10 p.m., so if you want your restaurant and nightclub all rolled into one, it's a pretty good option. <laughs> okay, and Karen? Well, my nightclub started at about 8.40, and it was a little <laughs> early for me. Uh, I had a hard time enjoying my dinner. I would not be back. All right. If you would like to try Mercury Lounge, it's on 12th and Folsom in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-551-1582. It's open for dinner Tuesday through Sunday with brunch on Sunday. Reservations are accepted and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $30. When it comes to pairing food and wine, there's no wrong answer. Everyone has their favorites. One of mine is chips and bubbles. Oh, the crunchiness of the chips and the salty character with the effervescence of the bubbles is my idea of a good night in. So whether your menu includes salty or spicy fare, think refreshing when it comes to wine. Sushi draped in ginger with a little bit of wasabi is ideal with a Riesling, especially one that has a little hint of sweetness, maybe from Washington State or from Germany. When it comes to salty French fries, anything with a little kick of salt, you definitely want to look to bubbles. The vibrancy and the freshness of the wine will cleanse your palate. And if you've got curry or Kung Pao chicken, something with a good kick to it, think rosé. Rosé has a little bit of power. It's made with red grapes, but in a white wine style. Or if you really want to drink red, think a lighter, delicate red like Pinot Noir. And don't be afraid to put even a little chill on that Pinot Noir. It will go beautifully with anything with a little spice into it. So spice up your life. Cheers. Karen's casual corner spot grinds meat daily without additives or preservatives for contemporary fast food done right. It's small, so she might not get a seat, but that doesn't stop her from visiting Grand Avenue in Oakland to satisfy her hamburger cravings at True Burger. My name is Greg Ng. And I'm Jason Lowe, and we're owners of True Burger. Our salute to days off. Ten years ago, I lived in this neighborhood, and I would walk by this cafe, and I felt very envious. Like, I wish I had this space. And then there's a for lease sign. Walk in, talk to the landlord. We were lucky enough to sign the lease. The meat we use at uh, True Burger is a certified Angus beef. Um, we buy it whole and grind it in the house. 
We also take care in not prepping the meat too hard, per se. Um, we keep it kind of fluffy. We don't overwork the meat too much. That's one of the reasons why we can get that nice crust on the burger. With our burgers, we smash them so you get all crust on one side, and then you flip it, and it's all crust on the other side, and it's delicious. Another big attraction at True Burger is our milkshakes. They're hand-spun, and the Twinkie shake, it's like cake and ice cream. People love it. I mean, even the people that are disgusted by it, once they try it, they're like, this is good. We also make a marshmallow shake, and uh, we actually toast our marshmallows and blend that into our milkshake. So you really get that toasted campfire, smoky flavor in a milkshake. True Burger is our salute to having a day off, and everything about it is what we would want in a restaurant where we would go on our days off, get a beer, get a burger, and just relax. Okay, Karen, let's talk buns. Oh yes, love it, yeah. This is a great place. The name just says it all. It's True Burger. It's a straightforward, focused, honest approach to a burger. Very simple, they don't screw it up with a whole bunch of different ingredients, right. and it's just very cheese, bacon, griddled onions. Mm -hmm. It's really good. You don't have too many choices. I mean, you get a, you get American cheese and that's about it, right? Oh, right. Yes. Actually, I got, I couldn't decide between getting the mushroom burger and the true, regular true burger, so I ended up getting the true deluxe, which is a combination of both, actually, and oh. it was absolutely delicious. And the, the star of the burger, actually, was the crispy kind of portobello mushroom in, inside with the cheesy mozzarella, and a cheesy goodness going on in there, and it was absolutely <laughs> delicious. Um, I thought that was really good, a good burger. I think that's what added, I think, to the uniqueness of the burger. Um, it was pr quite flavorful, actually. So in case a vegetarian is going, they can get a, a yeah, portobello burger. Yeah, actually, right. they, they normally would get, I guess, the mushroom burger was what they would order, mm -hmm. but I like the fact that it's not just like, you know, a turkey or just a, you know, different kind of burger, and usually it's, it's really good. I thought it was really good. And Brian? I, I agree. I loved that mushroom burger. That, yeah. was, that was the star of the show. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I actually yeah, didn't order either, it. Yeah. One of my friends who was there with me ordered that, and mm -hmm. I made him give me a few bites of mm -hmm. it, and it was amazing. Right. What I liked is, well, first, two things I like about the burger. First off, it's nice and pink, medium rare, right. which you don't get very often at restaurants these right. days. Right. But that portobello, the flavor from the portobello yeah. really stands up to the beef and the cheese and everything else that's right. in there. The flavor of that portobello really comes through, and that's the taste that you get when you bite into this monstrous right. burger. It was, it was really Really awesome. And I it was a combination that. too of like kind of crispy goodness with a little bit of chewiness in there. Like mm -hmm. it was just perfect. So it was unexpected, like you said. So it just added just to the burger. It's you know, it just was perfect. And mm -hmm. obviously, yeah. true burger. I mean, you go for the burger. I go for the burger. But <laughs> what else? What else? Did you guys have anything else? Because they do. I mean, there's fries, there's hot dogs, there's salads. The fries are great. Yeah, the fries. The, the fries, fries are, are actually cooked to perfection. I thought they were uh, crispy. They were exactly the way I like them. And they're I consistent. consistent. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I didn't like the fries. I thought they were a bit disappointing. Oh, oh, okay. They were a little bit flavorless, a little bit blah. And we got the nacho cheese sauce on top, mm. which was pretty gross actually. It had a really gross <laughs> color and it looked unnatural. And I'm normally a nacho cheese guy but these this was not very good nacho I cheese. like my sauce on the side so I get okay. their chipotle sauce on the side or the okay. garlic aioli that comes with the burger on the side and um, they don't always salt the fries so you go for the salt shaker mm -hmm. do it right away it's fantastic I love it I you're just gonna have to go back for some fries okay. from the new fries okay. yeah <laughs> I mean I like that they didn't salt the fries sometimes they over salt fries mm -hmm. in some restaurants and I thought this was perfectly done and I just add a little bit of salt uh, traditional ketchup to go with it it was perfect for me and <laughs> the owners way. Jason and Greg came from a, a background of, of pretty um, high-end restaurants Bay Wolf and a, a number of other restaurants Chardonnay and and really wanted to focus just on pure 
great ingredients in a burger. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the sausages too, let's not forget yeah. about those. We ordered the uh, spicy hot dog with coleslaw on top. Uh -huh. And I wouldn't really call it a hot dog, it was more of just a big sausage. But it was it was surprisingly <laughs> spicy yeah. and it was fantastic. And the coleslaw was great and it, it worked surprisingly well. I liked it more than I thought I would. Oh good. And what about milkshakes? Come oh. on, honestly. I had the Twinkie shake there. It was so good. <laughs> I mean, there's Twinkie bits floating in there, but it's all blended in, and it's just this hit of vanilla, and you're just in paradise when you're sipping it this It's thing. actually Twinkie? It's they fantastic. actually put Twinkie in? There's Twinkies in there. Wow. So you can get shakes with, you can get straightforward shakes, or you can get it with mix-ins. They have a whole variety of different ones. It's great. I yeah. wish I tried that now. Yeah. I didn't oh, no shake? I actually got right. the root beer, because I'm always in the mood for a root beer when I have, or some sort of soda when I have, you know, the burger and fries. Oh, they have beer now, too. Yeah. You can get actual <laughs> beer. beers. Right. Four, four different types and of beer. And a root beer yeah. float. Yeah, yeah, the root beer float. And the Drake Amber Ale from San Leandro, which is great. And what about value? Did you feel like this was a good price? I what you got? a great deal. It was definitely a good price. I think the thing that I really remembered about the place was the line. So it's a kind of place where you stand in line and you right. order your food at the at the counter and then you try to go fight for a right. seat. And a lot of people, we, we got lucky. We had five adults and a toddler and we were able to get a seat. A lot of our other people there were not as lucky and they ended up taking their burgers outside and eating it on the yeah. sidewalk. Yeah. Which well, you can go really to Lake Merritt. Ideal. It's not far away from Lake Merritt and it's go take a walk by. and walk off those Twinkies. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only <laughs> negative thing I think is, is the fact that you know you go in there and you stand in line and depending on when you go during you know high time yeah. it could be pretty busy and then you have to kind of opt out to maybe take takeout mm -hmm. but um, I thought it was a pretty good place to go all to right this is your spot Karen so give us a quick summary when you've got a burger craving you want to get that fix this is the place to go for great fries and a great burger and a great shake okay and Brian if you don't mind waiting in line and maybe eating your burger on the sidewalk it's a great <laughs> burger and that portabella <laughs> is to die for. <laughs> okay and Julie I think for a unique burger um, something that you, you can really sink your teeth into and it's juicy and delicious I think true burger if I'm ever in the area I'll definitely go back all right if you would like to try true burger it's on Grand Kaiser Plaza in Oakland the telephone number is 510-208-5678 it's open for lunch Monday through Saturday and dinner Wednesday through Saturday reservations are not accepted and the average tab per person without drinks is around fifteen dollars well, I want to thank my great guests on this week's show, Brian Baker, who savored his favorite at Pachi's Pizza, Julie Castro and her Asian fusion restaurant at Mercury Lounge, and lastly, Karen Moon's upscale fast food at True Burger. Don't forget that you can go to our website at kqed.org slash check, please, to add your comments on today's show. You'll find more details on all the restaurants featured, information on the wines we're drinking, and you can watch a segment or download a whole show. You can also stay in touch with us on Facebook. And don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check Please Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. It was fun, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> it was. This show is available in high definition, Comcast On Demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease. Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by the members of KQED and by Amici's East Coast Pizzeria's 12 locations specialize in the delivery of authentic thin crust pizzas, pastas, and salads to Bay Area companies of all sizes. Professional staff deliver one order at a time direct from their kitchens to your business. Whether it's for an important meeting, a thank you for employees, or a quick meal option, Amici's can provide freshly made food for groups from 2 to 2,000. Menu and locations can be found at amici's.com. Amici's, proud to support KQED.
IRG with thousands of natural stone surfaces all in stock today. IRG Brisbane, Dublin or online at marblecompany.com. Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. Oakland International Airport. Check us out on Facebook to see what's new at OAK. Fly Oakland International. It's your airport. A KQED HD production.